Ain't no time to waste on a paper chase. She say this her cut like a tape of fade. I'm, I'm, I'm the bomb grenade. After hours live from the man cave. It's been a minute since we spoke to y'all. Uh, a lot has happened uh, since we've been gone, so we can try to catch up on everything. Uh, we're gonna get into it right away. It's, you know, it's NBA free agency. Signings happen like crazy. Trades happen like crazy. But first. The Denver Nuggets, you know, we were predicting that uh, the series was going to end the day we did that pie. It did. Uh, so the Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions. But can they repeat? Uh, I'm going to shoot it over to the host, Tay Wiggs. You know, I'm your co-host here. I didn't introduce us at the beginning. That's my bad. But we're going to get right into it. Can the Denver Nuggets repeat as champions uh, next year? After hours live for the man, can we ready, Mark? We ready. <laughs> Just kind of, you know, as them being NBA champions, you know, Jokic, like I said, should have been to me, should have been the MVP of the regular season. Um, mm-hmm. I think we we get into the mode now that they want to see a, a two-time or a three-time repeat person. I think they want to try something new. But realistically, if he was the best fit for the best candidate for the MVP, I thought rightfully so. He should have been the MVP. He only right. got one vote to be the MVP, and that was from Mark Jackson. So let you know who sees what, not just because who deserves what. Don't get it. Don't get it wrong. Uh, Joel Embiid did play a hell of a season, but but that's a young question. Can the Denver Nuggets repeat? They lost a key piece, and you know that Bruce Brown that hurts a little bit. You know, one of your main factors guys come off the bench, average probably about a shade of probably about twelve points in the, in the NBA Finals. Right. He's a two way player. In uh, a quote from Mike Malone at the parade, is Brucey Bruce? Gonna be the Denver Nuggets? Is he gonna leave us? Hell no. Yeah. I got guys like Bruce Brown. Come here, Bruce. Hey. Yo, tell me. Is Brucey B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> he was rolling on that one. He beat him. So, Mountain Bottle. Did he beat him? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> and he left and went to the Indiana Pacers. I believe that contract was a two year for $45 million. Yep, yep, yep. And what? Huh? I was going to say, I think the uh, Denver could have matched that. I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to go ahead. That seemed, that seemed like not a lot. Two years for 45 was that like 20, 27 a year? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I keep forgetting, you know, they got to pay those three guys. They got to pay uh, Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic. Uh, Andrew on Murray, so maybe you know they fit in the budget. And so you still got to fit the Aaron Gordon in too. You still got right. other pieces too. Right. So we gonna, we know the Denver Nuggets did resign back Reggie Jackson, so we knew that. But you know, I think that's the part of all right. We lose Bruce Brown. We got Reggie coming in, another floor general, somebody who can score and someone else that can play de- defense. But Marcus, that's that's a tough, that's a huge loss. Indiana Pacers got got a good steal in Bruce Brown because not only they got Bruce Brown. They did pick up, uh, I believe, too, Obi Toppin. Yeah, they did. So they took two playoff guys. They took a you know, playoff guy from the, the Knicks. You know, and as a Cavs fan, whenever Obi Toppin was on the floor, I was more afraid than when Julius Randle was on the floor. I'm just, I'm just saying. So they got two proven playoff-ready guys that's going to round out their team. They was already pretty good. And, you know, when Tyrese Halliburton came in the team, you know, they, they went on a, a mini run. So I think they're trying to gear up for maybe trying to make it either a playoff play-in game or playoff uh, run next year. So right. those are two steals uh, early in free agency for the for the mid-market Indiana Pacers. Now when you look at that, when you look at that trade though, Marcus. I think that's one trade nobody really talk about. 
Tyrese Halliburton goes to Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Him and Buddy Hill goes to Indiana with DeMontis Sabonis. And I think that's a trade that it, it worked out pretty much for both parties, even though Indiana yep. didn't make the playoffs. They are there with those two pieces as them picking up an OB Toppin and a Bruce Brown. That can help them get into the playoffs. Now, with that type of piece together, they probably got about, I'm going to say, I, honestly, they probably got about seven games better, which is enough to get you better to get into the playoffs. I think so. That's about, I mean, you know, with the uh, free agency going around, every team is looking better than what they did to, you know, at the end of the season. So it, it's, it's going to be harder, I think, because on the East, because every team is getting new pieces. Mm-hmm. But I think their pieces kind of blend in well with what they already have. So that seven games, that sounds legit to me. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of shifting and moving around. So, like I said, Bruce Brown, that's, that's a good pickup for the Pacers. Like I said, I give him another another guard as well. I believe TJ Warren is still there too. So it's I think TJ Warren went up. Did he go back to the Pacers or he went to the Suns? I don't think he was I don't think he's in Phoenix. I think TJ Warren is still in Indiana right now. You know he was in that trade for uh, that sent KD to Brooklyn from Brooklyn to, to the Suns. TJ Warren. I don't know if he's a free agent though. I don't I have him on my prominent list. No, he, he's still in Indiana. Okay. I mean, I'm playing with a lot of 2K. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, TJ Warren, he's still there. I just think to get another veteran, too, as well. Somebody who's been around. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Brown playing for the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, too. So, he yeah. knows what it takes to be in that playoff atmosphere. And all he did was he learned from, the, I think he was there with Kyrie was there. Kyrie and KD. Kyrie, so, by, yeah. by him playing with them and, and, and the, in the regular season, into the playoffs or whatever the pace may be, he just he took for those guys. He just took it to um, to Denver and got better. Yeah, you, you bet on yourself. Yeah, I mean, not to mention that he was playing with like one of the best guys he could play with for his skill. You know, he's a cutter, cutter and shooter. He was playing with Nikola Jokic. You know, who he was like you said, he should have been a regular season MVP. Was the Finals MVP? Yeah, he was the first time in, in playoff history that a player led the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. So his his uh, vision just was perfect for Bruce Brown, but I don't know if there's anybody on the Pacers that can do that. I mean, maybe Tyrese Halliburton, he was leading the league in assists, so maybe that's a, uh, like like I said, like a shoot in fit. Got somebody to feed him. Um, he bring, he gonna bring the energy and he ain't going back now, and that's, that's kind of the players that Indiana normally like having on their team. Now, do you believe the Denver Nuggets can repeat as NBA champions, or do they have an uphill battle? Uh, I think it they they can. I think everybody is chasing them. Um, with one, you know, Nikola Jokic is not like the guy that uh, that win the playoffs and then just be like that's it for me. You know, his demeanor is the same every time. Once he once he won the uh, the championship, he went on a parade and went back home to uh, Serbia, is where I believe he's from, um, mm-hmm. and went back to like normal living. You know, it's a few social media videos out there of him partying, um, but he he a guy that like that want to win. Uh, so I think with his motivation to win, they'll be right back where they at, uh, and, and repeat champs. I don't. There's nothing right now, you know, the season ain't started yet that tells me somebody's gonna beat them four times in a playoff, unless yeah. unless somebody get you know cash in on a big superstar. You know, Damian Lillard, James Harden, all, both of those guys won't trade, so they out there. The one question I do want to ask is Anthony said that who who fifteen you retired? Do you need to retire Jokic or Carmelo Anthony? Uh, you're gonna have to retire Jokic just now because he, uh, Carmelo never took him to the finals, 
So he took him to the finals. Carmelo never won MVP while he was in Denver. He's a two-time MVP. Carmelo won. Carmelo haven't won a championship. They they, they brought the, their franchise the first NBA championship. So Hell yeah, it's Nikola Jokic, fifteen, that's going up in the ring. I mean, they could do both. Uh, I don't know if that's ever been done before, but it's Nikola Jokic before Melo. You know, I, I like Melo, but it ain't his city no more. It ain't his Raptors. His jersey ain't gonna be up there. So, so in other words, you're saying Melo jersey gonna be retired as a New York Knickerbocker. Yeah, maybe they put the seven up there, even though he never wore seven in Denver. Maybe they put that seven up there. <laughs> if, they that, if they do that, Denver, they, they, they say wild boys up there in the front office. They right. like Stephen A. Smith voice. Wild boys. <laughs> um, that would be tough. Yep. That'd be tough. I'm just, I'm, me, me, I'm going to say I'm going to need more towards Jokic. So like I said, he delivered. Been to All Stars. I mean, you know, Melo been multiple All Stars as well. But just what he did to the franchise. They got new uniforms. They they got a new look, mm-hmm. a new like this new energy throughout the whole building. So it's not remember Melo's parents called the Pepsi Center. It's not called that anymore. So you're looking at new energy, new life. You know, since new beginning, I think more people are showing up in Jokic jerseys and Jamal Murray jerseys instead of Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony's. Even though they're not there, but I think the fitting would be if 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 it's all said today, they had to retire a jersey, and, and they had to retire between him and Carmelo Anthony's. Nine times out of ten, they pick a Jokic. Yep. Yeah, this playoff run solidified it. I mean, it could have been a debate uh, prior to them winning the championship, even though his accomplishments was more. Mm-hmm. I think that that argument is more for like the the culture, like Carmelo mean more to to the culture than Nikola Jokic, but Nikola Jokic mean more to the Denver Nuggets from a basketball standpoint. Well said. It's your co-host Mark Senior here. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be right back after this break. All right, so uh, let's keep it going. We got some. We got a big. We got a big trade. Mm-hmm. We got Bradley Bill. He got traded to the Suns. Um, that was that was back in the even before uh, free agency started in June twenty fourth. Uh, they got they sent over Chris Paul and Landry Shamit. The, the Suns did mm-hmm. uh, for for first round picks swaps and six future round second round picks. Uh, but then. That's not all too it. You know, once the Wizards got uh, uh, Chris Paul, they flipped him with the Warriors. So they traded Chris Paul to the Warriors for for Jordan Poole, uh, a second round pick, and Ryan Rollins. So let's start with the Suns. What does that mean for the Suns? They now are like a, a quote unquote big four. You know, they got KD, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and if you want to, you know, I wouldn't throw Aiden in there, but some people are throwing Aiden in there. Uh, but they really don't got nothing else. You know, I, I saw they they made a uh, signing with Eric Gordon, they a veteran. Um, Your deal, yeah, and they, exactly. And they got one of KD's boys from Brooklyn, uh, Japanese dude Watanabe. You know, he had a a, a few moments last year in the season. Uh, is that a trade that makes them better? You know, we were just talking about Denver. Are they going to beat the Denver Nuggets with this, this these trades? Does it get them closer than losing four two like they did this year? I'm going to say this. We got one basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you got legitimately, arguably, you can say four. Because you can throw Aaron Gordon in too as well. Mm-hmm. You got easy four guys that can put up 20 plus. True. Now, what, how does one of, like, we, this is Devin Booker's team. Mm-hmm. Right? First shot, he's going to have the first say so, first option. 
number two will be KD. Number three option will be Bradley Beal. So, in a high side, you got DeAndre Aiden could be the odd man left out. It could be a possibility that he may get traded. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just saying, if the right trade come across and it can be summed up right, I can see DeAndre Aiden getting traded to Indiana to Miles Turner. Mm -hmm. Because back there up, Indeed. when I was turning, you get a shot blocker and someone, guess what? Who has a boat? Who's going to play hard every night, no matter what the situation is? We've seen games where DeAndre Ayton got to look at this kebabble, looking, looking <laughs> like a lost puppy out there. So right. you got another instance, too, with DeAndre. If he don't get the ball enough, um, so many touches, he pops about it. He don't get back yep. on he don't get back on offense. One thing about Miles Turner, he's going to be a shot blocker. He's going to rebound. I'm, you're going to get that effort from him every night. So don't be surprised if you can see a, sw a swap that way. Um, I like that. I mean, I think that's a better fit, you know, because Aiden, even though he's big, he's not as good of a defender as uh, Miles, and he don't shoot the three as good as Miles. Uh, and you know, all the points you just made, and his motor, he's been tra in trade rooms for for three or four years, he, he, and he still play hard. Like he's still going out there playing hard as he can. So. I don't know if Aiden got that type of mentality, um, and because of it, Miles may be a better fit. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah, and I'm looking at it too. With like I said, the, the one basketball thing, one thing that people never give Bradley Bill enough credit for. Bradley Bill played defense. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I noticed. The Wizards, man, they can't get it right. Man, they haven't. Think about it, man. They really haven't missed the playoffs since. John Wall. So John Wall <laughs> and Bradley Bill in that, in that part of, of that career. LeBron oh. hit that famous shot off the glass. Actually, yeah. uh, they had that one year with Russell Westbrook. They sure did. Yeah. But it's <laughs> not it's like, it's not the same. No. It's, it's a certain thing that you're used to to seeing the playoffs. And I know one thing too, by me going to D.C., I know they like, they love their Wizards there. Like, mm -hmm. like they love their Washington football team. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you look at it, it's another diehard city, hardworking blue collar city as well. But when you trade a piece like Bradley Bill away, and you know, he never really asked for a trade. They had to, they had to move. Right. They had to, they had to move. But to see him to go to Phoenix, that was huge. That was a huge trade. Because I always, I always thought he would be the team. Like, because I keep hearing his name come up like with the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Those are two teams that was on the target for him. But to go to Phoenix, that's huge. Because now with Kevin Durant, and, and now I say this, he said he don't care about legacy. But if he can't win a championship with this team, what that would say about his chance? What do he be ranked at ranked as amongst the top NBA players in NBA history? If he can't win one with this team. I think it puts him, you know, he he'll fall down that ladder a little bit because right now on his resume, he went with Oklahoma City. Um one time they they got blown out 4 1 to the Heat. Uh, he had an opportunity to go a second time with Oklahoma City. It was up 3-1 on the uh, Warriors. Mm -hmm. They they blew that lead for only the Warriors to blow a 3-1 lead to the Cavs that year. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he joined forces with the Warriors after he got beat. So his only two championships came with basically two other NBA Hall of Famers on his team. Uh, and he couldn't get it done with James Harden and Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. And that turned out to be a disaster. So now he's back in Phoenix. And although this is another like super team, if he can't do it there, it's like his situation has to be basically perfect. 
for him to get a championship ring, and that's what it was in Golden now, State the two years he won. Now, say if you don't, so say they can't win. Do you trade Kevin Durant? Uh, no, I think you got. I think you pretty much got to keep him because uh, it's not. He's getting at the age where I don't know how much you gonna, you're not going to get back his worth. Like this is third. His no, actually, they he been a free agent and signed to those places. So this is like his second. First, first trade, I think. It's his first trade, like where he was traded. Uh, so you gotta, you gotta get back a proper return. And I don't know if teams will be willing to give up, you know, the necessary stuff for it to, at this point uh, to for to make a trade worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would be a lot just because I'm just looking at the standpoint. Now, if he can like, if he just can't get a win or win a championship, we ain't even talking about. He got to go to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I think because, it's Western Conference Finals or, or bust for them. Because they don't win and shit. So not because you don't you don't have Chris Paul. So if you can't if you can't make it to the Western Conference Finals or out the Western Conference Finals, the NBA Finals without Chris Paul, now how would that look? With now you can't point your finger at Chris Paul. It'd be more of I gotta point your finger at KD. You the elder statesman. You have won an NBA championship. You know what it takes to get over the. I don't want to see the KD who's taking less shots in the playoffs, so he's even mess the chemistry up. I want to see a more aggressive KD. When you have a more aggressive KD, I could get buckets. It's actually good for basketball. You're like, man, that dude really can shoot. Because I'm looking at some of the games in the playoffs, he's looking like, why he ain't take this shot? Why he pass this up? Why he pass this shot to Chris Paul? Why is it, why he, it's the things that the old KD wouldn't do. The new KD's making those passes like that. The old KD would have passed that up. He's shooting that thing. So, KD, man, shoot that pill. <laughs> I need an old sniper. Slim Goody. I mean, he, they, they got, even though they don't really got that much depth, mm-hmm. those four guys alone, and if they trade Aiden and get uh, Miles Turner or someone like that, they got more than enough. But every, you know, KD has to play aggressive. He still, even though it's Devin Booker team, I feel, still feel like KD is better, like the best player on the team. Um, so he got to play up to his best player caliber enough, you know, for them to get to conference finals or even finals. Right. All right, so uh, on the flip side of that trade, you know, we got Chris Paul. He went to Washington, mm-hmm. but then they immediately, you know, flip him for Jordan Poole. So the pool party going to Chocolate City. <laughs> so I don't know. He's going to be dropping bags on many, many of people <laughs> in Washington. So mm-hmm. but what do you think Chris Paul's role is going to be on these Golden State Warriors? You know, Stephen and, and CP3 have kind of been... Um, basketball enemies you know since you know chris has been on the west coast so now he's joining forces is he gonna start is he gonna come off the bench uh you know is he gonna take all of jordan minutes role uh jordan Poole's uh minutes or is they gonna split them up you know and you know treat him like the veteran he is and kind of limit him to like 20 minutes a game and does it make him better i mean i don't, I don't know if it do or don't first of all i shout out to rich ball for getting Draymond green the bag, the four-year hundred million. If you lose Draymond Green, that's your championship <laughs> DNA. That's your that gone. Absolutely. You bring him back, which I think the one thing I think Chris Paul didn't get used to. It's gonna be Draymond Green. <laughs> for me first. I hate to say it, but the more and more I listen to Draymond talk on his podcast and play basketball, I'm starting to actually come around the corner. Like, yo, I actually like him as a player because. He's actually holding players' accountable. Right. 
not just being a bully, but accountability is always key. And with, with Draymond, it's gonna be that's gonna be a match made ahead. Just think about this. You got Chris Paul as your point. It, it's gonna buy, it's gonna keep Steph even more fresh in the playoffs. Steph had to pay them some crazy minutes. He can get a blow for real in the bitch. You know what? That's a nice league. CP, you take over. Uh, it's going to work for the both of them. Don't be surprised. If Chris, now, I'm saying this right now. NBA, Chris Paul is going to lead the league in assists this year. He's going to average about 14. He's going to average about 14 assists. Without a doubt. Okay. We'll mark that one down. Mark, hey, mark that down. Yeah. Paul is going to lead the league in assists. He's going to have, put like this. I'm not going to lie. Chris Paul is going to have about four games if he has 20 assists. I mean, is it, in that system, he's certainly capable of doing it. I mean, Jordan Poole was irrational. He made a lot of bad decisions. He was a shoot first guy. Then bring in Chris Paul with all that movement they do on their offense. It's like he, it's gonna be like the Matrix for him. He's gonna be seeing people before they even open. That's so I can, I can I can see him getting them up, up getting them assists up there. More he gonna have more assistant points. He gonna have a Rondo stat line. Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna make better though. You're gonna see you're gonna see Draymond points go up a little bit this year. Because he ain't got a, he's really their point guard, so man, what? Hold on, look, Draymond really gonna be cutting to the basket, getting easy layups, easy looks, mm -hmm. which is always key. Uh, maybe we might see the merge of John Dick and Mary. So, right. looking at all them guys, like it's a difference. That is, I think they still need a big okay, they still need a big man. If they can find a big man for the Chief somewhere down the line, or somebody they can see from Summer League, uh. Guys, living for the, the Warriors. Uh, like I said, they would. There's a play-in team this year. Uh, by them getting uh, CP Marcus, they're gonna be like the fourth, the fourth or third seed in the West. Mm -hmm. I believe it. I mean, I think every and everybody is uh, a little happier uh, probably to start this season. You know, last season they they was champs, mm -hmm. but then Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Draymond was upset that Jordan Poole got the bag. He didn't. They traded Jordan Poole so Draymond can get the bag. They bring in CP3. There's like one last, you know, hurrah for that. That those pillars of the uh, Warriors, you know, Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and you add CP3. I think, I think they're going. I think the they may overjump the Suns, even though the Suns got the more talent and, and make that finals. Uh, well, not the finals, but the conference finals. The the, the Play ultimately the Denver Nuggets. Jordan Poole's like that pool that Steph Curry is not going to use at their old mansion. You know, he got the artwork in front of it. We're not yep. using it. He's not part of it. You remember I've been sitting there for the longest. He wasn't, no, he thought he was a splash bro. You're not a splash bro. You're not. You're not Clay. You're still a damn ain't Steph. Stick like to the lane. <laughs> you go play. They got him playing in basketball fight. Very go to the Wizards. You Do your the thing out there. You go to the Washington General. But <laughs> speaking of the Wizards, they lost Monte Morris. The whole mm -hmm. thing puzzled me that Kyle Kuzma been fine, complaining about crying and stuff that he won another Washington. It was weird for him to see him a four-year deal for 102 million. Yeah, the money's trumped after at the, at the now, end of the day. <laughs> now think about it. Now I'm gonna say this. The reason why uh, Kuzma probably signed sign back to that to the Wizards, I don't think a lot of teams has a high interest in Kyle Kuzma. Not for what he was asking for, which was like thirty million a year. I don't even think he got that, so that was hey, scaring teams away. 
he went one championship he sh in, that, in that bubble finals. He showed up for two games out of the six-game series. And you ask him to be paid like a superstar. He's asking to be paid like... That's like a lot of guys uh, that's in that $30 million a year range that are uh, MVP candidates, all-stars, and he wanted to be up there. So, that He was uh, out of his mind. He right where he need to be in Washington. <laughs> right. Because I don't see them doing nothing at all. They, they lost some key pieces. I'm talking about some key pieces. And then we got, well, they traded Przingis to Boston. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill to the Suns. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, Monte Chris, Morris is gone. They got Chris Paul and they immediately traded him for Jordan Poole. Um, and I don't even know what the, the draft pick was. I don't. It, it probably was how they was pretty bad, but they got a. That's a young team now. That's not, not a team contributing, <laughs> contending for a playoff spot. Now, I do want to say this: that first game when the NBA schedule come out, when the Wizards play the Warriors, what you think the bet line going to be with Jordan Poole scoring fifty? It should be up there. It should be in the negative. Yes, he. Well, he may not score fifty, but he gonna get. He may get fifty attempts. That's what. That's what damn sure. He gonna be chucking them up there. I'm so gonna, I would say 30, 30 to fifty is a good bet when you play. Now let's say this. I say Jordan Poole scores under twenty. Oh, great! Draymond Green's gonna be going home the whole night. If that happens, yeah, it's gonna be. He already mentally in his head, so I can see him right now. I, this is what Draymond is going up to him. You're not him. Mm. Want to get punched again? <laughs> right. He's gonna be in this ear all day. Just think about Jordan Poole. You pull up the stage. You like? He's gonna go on Draymond. He's gonna be on rest that game. Like Jordan Poole, DMP, rest. <laughs> that boy Draymond Green. Where he from? Where he from? Flint, Michigan, or Saginaw? Yeah, Saginaw. He about to come midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think ain't Jordan Poole from the, uh, he from Michigan too. I think is is where he from? It ain't, it ain't where uh, they were from. Draymond Green from Draymond <laughs> Green about to lock him up. I would take the bet for that. Uh, no, he from Milwaukee. He ain't from. He went to school in Michigan. He ain't from Michigan. Yeah, I would take Jordan Poole scoring. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say seventeen. It's gonna be yeah. Because I think he will be doing chucking up more shots. I, I'm a, this might be the game you might see him and Kuzma clash. Yeah, because he he should be shooting it. He he's shooting going to shoot and he's shooting. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right. So let's uh keep it with the trade talk. Let's go now to the I won't out group James Harden Damian Lillard uh requesting the trade James Harden he uh he exercised his 35.6 million option uh for the season which basically was a sign to the team that maybe he wanted out and he confirmed that he, he would like to be traded uh Damian Lillard after you know weeks upon weeks of him saying he was gonna stay they draft uh the young guy um Scoop you know, they, they, they get Scoop and then they, you know, basically tell them, you know, we ain't trading Scoop, you know, to bring in no uh, veteran help. 
Uh, so Dane was like, you know, you know, you're not trying to, pro you know, he said that multiple times. He's not trying to be a part of a youth movement. Uh, he requested a trade, even though he, as he said, loyal to the soil. Uh, I, I felt like he was going to finish his career in Portland. Right. But I think he sees that it may not be in the cards for him to win there uh, anytime soon, you know, before uh, his career is over. So he asked for a trade. He listed uh, James Harden's team, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, and Miami Heat as preferred spots. So what do you think the odds of both of those guys getting traded? Could they get traded for each other? You know, could it be just be a swap name for, the, for well, James Harden? In, in hindsight, he preferred those designations, but they ain't gonna have no say so in his trade clause. He signed a, cl a clause we don't have no say so. He can get traded anywhere, realistically. Uh, but because I know he did, I know Portland since he did good by Portland, I think Portland gonna get him where he wanted to go. I get, and the reason I'm saying Philly's not it because that's because Daryl Morley. Let's be honest, as the GM, he don't want to come off Tyreek's max. Right. So and that's definitely gonna be asked if if it's so, a damn trade. Oh, we had a pod what two seasons ago. I said, remember, watch out for Tyrese Max. He's gonna be one of the youngest. He's gonna be one of the youngest players that's gonna grow into that role. And look at if you look at a player like a Tyrese Maxey caliber, he's always available. He's mm -hmm. he's he, he plays he plays very very outstanding basketball. But the whole thing is, can he become a number one player? Can he, can he become the number two player option? For the number one player, which is Joel and B. I don't see Dame going to Philly. More realistic, more realistically, I see Dame going down to Miami. I can see Miami yep. giving up Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry in a, in, a, in a draft pick to send Dame on his way. But realistically, you got school hitters mm -hmm. and you got Anthony Simmons. They play the same position. So yep. nobody's not talking about Anthony Simmons. Do he go down to Miami? Because not only if Miami get Damian Lillard, they got Josh Richardson. Nobody is speaking about Josh Richardson by going back to Miami, which is a back. great, great pickup for the Heat. And they picked up the contract of Kevin Love. Right. So you got Udonis Haslam gone. So that's bring more money up on you. So the Miami Heat can still go get other players and plug them in. They don't care who, who they get, who they lose. They're going to find players that's going to play for them. Matt Struz is gone. Gabe Vincent's gone. They're going to insert. They can insert me. He went to Atlanta at least. They can still get back. To the to the day, that's how yeah. good of a culture that they have. They believe in one another. They hold everybody, another team that holds players accountable. Now, if Dame go there, you Jimmy Butler. Oh man, you talk about who don't have to work their hard offensively and defensively because they Dame take all of the weight and what they do. Dame plays defense. Yeah, even though people will tell you he don't, but he, he played defense. He just a little undersized, uh, but he's gonna be in the fight on the defensive end. You know, and that's one thing Miami. Even if he didn't play defense, you can't go to the Miami Heat in that culture and play for Eric Spolstra and not play some level of defense. And if it's truly a weakness, they'll scheme around it. They, they're the best two-three zone <laughs> NBA team in the league, so they'll scheme around his defensive uh, weaknesses or lack thereof, uh, you know, to get it to work. Um, but I like that you said, you know, they 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 lost two key players. Max Struess gave it, it was critical for them to get to the finals. Uh, but I thought that was a sign that they may know something. You know, Pat Riley always got his ear to the ground. I thought that was a sign that he felt maybe Dane was in the car, so he let them, you know, let them come off the book so he can go after the big fish. Right. And two, he, remember, he always said, hey man, bam, my God. So you hear players like that, 
that Miami life is it would be perfect. It'd be a great pickup for the Miami Heat. Then the East, you can't in the East, is you talk about a fight for the playoffs, not only that backcourt situation, talking about Donald Mitchell, Darius Garland, the Drew Holidays. Like I said, right now you still got James Harden over there. I think realistically, I don't want to say it, James Harden's kind of overrated. Um yeah. Okay. You score 30 and 40. All right, what do you do? In the playoffs, what do you do in the playoffs? Let's be honest. Not show honest, up. That <laughs> man been shitting in the bed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He played for the Thunder and missed that layup. Yep. That was it. He got he had like the forever yips after that. that. That particular play where he missed that layup. You're right. He ain't been the same since in the playoffs. In the regular season, he's been all world. But when that playoff pressure gets on, he has, he has some games where he show up. And then when they the biggest of biggest, like we need you, James, he know where to be found. I, I hate to say that because I like James Harden game, but <laughs> in the, the playoff big moments, he ain't there. In the house, I call him James Houdini Harden. I said, <laughs> I said you want to see something disappear? They, they like what? I said him, James Harden. James Harden. Because no Harden. <laughs> injuries is always something with him. Is he? I'm not gonna say he's scared of the competition, but sometimes like you bag away from it in certain situations. You look at Joel Embiid, played his butt off. But two in the playoffs, like I said, blame this on Doc Rivers. And I heard Big Baby say it. I heard Josh Smith say it. Doc has no fourth quarter match. He has, he don't know how to coach in a fourth quarter in a situation. There's no reason that you sit down Joel Embiid with four and five minutes ago in the fourth quarter. And we said that. Jason Taylor looked at that contract. Will he sit him down? They went to work. <laughs> they sure did. They sure did because they Philly was supposed to win that series. The Celtics, they were reeling. You know, Philly stole game one on in Boston. That was one of the games James Harden actually did show up without Joel and B. Uh and then they uh, they I think they sold another game in Boston. Uh, I think game game was it game five or six they stole and then they lost two in game, a row. It was game five. They, they yeah. lost game seven in uh, Boston. It was game five. Right. Yeah, so they, they lost two in a row after that. So that is players not showing up. You know, James Hart and, and coaching. You know, Doc Rivers he had that good playoff run in 2008 with the Boston Celtics. He hasn't been back there since. That's what I'm well, not well. He been he been back to the finals. He hasn't been back there since leaving Boston. Let's <laughs> say this: he's probably the only coach that still gets a job from something he did almost 15 years ago. <laughs> Right, it's crazy to say. 2008 and, was 15 I'm talking about years this, ago. And, and, the, and, the, and the crazy part about it, he's the one who can secure a job and still have most of the say. So <laughs> you can't even you can't even win a series to get your team into the finals. And he's been on through uh, the Clippers. They yeah. fail all every time they come to that. Hey, we got to call calling him Doc because <laughs> he ain't saving no lives. <laughs> that lifeline. Start calling that man. Call him back to his, his birthday. Start calling him Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Rivers. End all, D all. He's going back to Glenn. No more stop. He ain't, he ain't got nothing. He can't do nothing surgical over there. Yeah. He's these but get a, a, a horse voice every day. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why he's not the coach anymore. You know, they got Nick Nurse in there. So let's see if Nick Nurse can change things around. I mean, a lot of it is because of. Hold on, I hold think. On. We go from the dot to the verse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You know they say nurses do most of the work, so I don't want to cut you off. I'm going to say this. I'm going to try to pull it. If Philly trade with James Harden, if Philly can't get nothing done and get back to the conference finals, Joel Embiid go. Yeah, he definitely is. Hey, New York is, they sniffing it. They're like, yeah, that's OB Toppin, you can go. (laughs) Who else want to leave? You about to get Joel Embiid. (laughs) You know, they always think whenever the superstar are happy, they come to New York, even though they never haven't had that happen in I don't know how many decades, but they think it's possible. I'm gonna say this, you might, this do make sense. If Jordan B becomes available after the following season, I was like 2025 season, if he comes available, just think about how much more can he take? Remember he came into the league with injuries. Mm-hmm. And the injuries, you know, he's getting older. Some of them injuries may come back. I'm telling you team out here who can get him, who will mind having him. And I can see somebody making a, a, a nice little move on him. Because remember I said this team about Jordan B. The Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh Christian Wood, you know, they haven't re-signed him. He, you know, so they need a big. And if you pair him with Luca, that's that'd be special. Even if Kyrie, you know, Kyrie read up, um, you know, he got them to pay him uh three year one four six. So it Kyrie, Luca, and then B, that's gonna be a finals of bus team if they if they get that. That'd be different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Embiid is a you no know, reigning MVP. Uh, he had he led the league in scoring. I think mm-hmm. it was his second time. Uh, you know, he lobbied and lobbied for the MVP. You know, he felt like last year he should have won it over uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, but Nikola Jokic has been showing and proving why he the MVP. You know, starting with this year, when I start with this year, concluding with this year as a uh, Finals champion. Meanwhile, Joel Embiid hasn't um, hasn't made it to the conference finals, so. Yeah, if this if it don't get done correctly this time, I would say Joel Embiid has the right, you know, to ask for a trade, even though some of it's on him. But but still, you know, he a big man, came in the game with injuries. Health is not, you know, you know, going to be expected mm-hmm. for so much longer for a big guy that size. You know, big guys normally get hurt uh, feet or uh, back, something like that. So you gonna have to uh, maximize his window in his thirties. That's normally your uh, your peak year. So. Yeah, he definitely probably gonna be on the move. If they don't get this right this upcoming season. Before you go to your next cut, just say Damian Lillard do get traded to the Dolphins. I know we know Daryl Daryl don't want to come off. Daryl Ward don't want to come off. Tyrese Maxey. If they don't make that trade, Miami gets makes that trade. Remember, Miami got more to offer. Two thousand, yeah. look, a pick for a two thousand twenty-five, a pick for 2027-28, all first-round draft pick, and we get an aspiring contract to Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero to Portland. Mm-hmm. Now, if Kyle Lowry goes to port, they're going to buy his contract when he comes to free agent. So, and I can see Kyle Lowry doing this. That happened. I can see Kyle Lowry going to Philadelphia, going back home and home. finish his career. And he did play basketball in Philadelphia. Yep. I think I he's from Philly, too. So, I can see that happen. Yeah, that would be a... That, that, that's de- if he, he get traded to Philly, that's definitely... I mean, to Miami, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> I think that you can write that down in, in marker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't... James Harden's not it. I'm sorry, folks. Can't stay healthy. Maybe no, be like the number uh, three or, or four best guy on the team. That's the stage of his career. He's not the number two or number one. Are you talking about three or four? He like in that um that uh was it that Aaron Gordon role on Denver. That's mm. <laughs> that's that's James Harden. He's not Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic anymore. That's not who he is. And that's say and, and James Harden can't play defense. 
Like, he ne- and it's funny is that when he was Oklahoma City coming off the bench, he, he was a pretty serviceable defender. He got the body for it. I don't understand. Yeah. He was 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> There's too many of them strip club wings weighing them down. Mm-hmm. Strip Peter Strip Club Hall of Fame. <laughs> they still retired it, man. They retired his jersey. <laughs> I haven't seen that before. <laughs> All right, so we, we go uh, roll right with the punches for the NBA free agency. Another team that I felt like was the second best team in the playoffs, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been making, uh, you know, Palinka been, you know, he been earning his check. He been making some moves out there. So they they resign Austin Reeves, the nice deal, mm-hmm. four years, fifty six million. That's that's a beautiful contract. Uh, I feel like he was worth more. Um, he is like a, a sneaky all-star for next year. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they re-signed D'Angelo Russell. Um, he got a two-year, $37 million contract. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep him. They could flip him. Um, I might Because he, you know, they were eyeing Kyrie, but after Kyrie signed with Dallas, and they just read up with D'Angelo Russell. So they, he may be on the move for some some bigger, better things for the Lakers. They re-signed Rui Hachimera, uh, who had his his playoff coming out party against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and they signed him for, uh, what, $51 million, uh, for three years. And I think the, the steal of the free agency. They gave Gabe Vincent, the starting point guard for Miami, the NBA Finals Miami Heat, for three years, $33 million. Uh, You know, and then, you know, throwing Torian Prince, they picked him up. You know, That's they, a good pickup. Yeah, they're going to swap out clutch guys. You know, they lost Lonnie Walker, a fourth a clutch guy. So they picked up Cam Reddish, another clutch guy. We knew that was going to happen. But those are high risk, I mean, high reward signings, both Torian Prince and Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is early in his career. He can still turn a corner into something nice. Uh, he showed signs, but Gabe Vincent, that Gabe Vincent signing, that's, that's true. That's perfect uh, to play with LeBron and AD. Let's think about this. When a nice that D'Angelo can't shoot and can't guard, <laughs> Gabe. We then, <laughs> okay, then, then two, I look at the Rui pickup is still great. I think another to, to come to there and play a full season, we gonna expect more from him. I think he could do more. I was calling, you know, on Twitter and Instagram, I was calling him the Chinese Jordan. No disrespect, <laughs> but they got like Chinese Jordan. You know, Jordan won six rings before y'all jumped down my throat and all that type of stuff. No pause. Pause. <laughs> the, the meaning of that is the way he shoots the fifteen foot. It's, it's, it's very solid. It's almost like Kawhi. Yeah, it is. I say agree the, with that. Say the 15-footer, he shoot, he, shoot that, he shoot that jumper with points. He's very mm-hmm. confident of his release. That's the reason. Two, uh, Terry and Prince, Terry and Prince, like I said, the Cavs have a full extent. I thought he played well with the Cavs. Yeah, he sure did. He's a good he's a good um, two-on-one guy. Offensively and different. He can hit the, he can hit the open trade for you. He's going to play defense. With Cam, we still got to, we, we, we don't know where his ceiling is yet. But right. he did give you a of what he could do in Miami, I mean, not in Miami, excuse me, in New York. New York, yeah. Now, you're going to see his number a lot. Oh, man, him wide open. He's just like, so when he's at Duke, he's known for a slash. He can get to the cup and he can shoot the ball. And he can actually handle the rock. So, we're going to see what this Lakers team going to do. Like I said, the Lakers got to start off fast. They can't start off slow today in the previous season. LeBron's getting older. And Father Time, everybody said, oh, Father Time is keeping LeBron in. Oh, Father Time is catching up to LeBron. He's throwing down. He's not. He don't have that same lift no more. And people don't understand. Yes, LeBron James been the lead for twenty seasons. Come up in the twenty first season. You gotta right. think about. It. He played twenty one seasons in the NBA. We're not even talking about high school or middle school. Mm-hmm. That thing <laughs> playing basketball literally 
his hole is higher than right So the model is catching up on that SUV. Mm -hmm. Right now, he, he came into the league as a luxury car. Now he SUV now. Yes. He, now he's year twenty one. He might yeah, be affordable. He might be turning into a minivan. <laughs> you know, LeBron, my favorite player. So, what can that supporting cast? Can Anthony Davis mm. be more key to all this? Can he be that man? You know what, LeBron? He ain't got a good card to score 30. The, if you look at the Lakers, when they win most of their games, LeBron James averaged 20. Right, and Anthony Davis is in the, in the 30s. 30s and 10s. What about two or three blocks? I feel like we've been saying this for like two or three seasons. I mean, if Anthony Davis played like the MVP, with LeBron just picking his spots, like I said, it was the I thought they was the best second best team in the playoffs. I thought they was better than the Heat. Uh, I thought they were better than all those teams on the West. Uh, everybody but the Denver Nuggets. Let's be honest. I'm gonna call it for what it is. The Kentucky big man that they come to the league the last couple of the last let me say about seven, eight, nine seasons. I'm gonna be honest, they've been horrible. Injury yep. prone, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Bam's not getting to form. It took him a minute. Yep. Um uh, Anthony Davis, Trey Lyle. Trey Lyles, Demarcus Cousins, and these guys are injury prone. Yeah, so, so right with that. I mean, the, the big guys have been. They don't get me wrong. They they super duper talented, but they, for some reason they can't stay on the, on the floor for some reason. And, and, some reason. Best, and, the, and the crazy thing is, their best players they come off the bench in Kentucky. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Jamal Murray. Murray, Jamal Murray. These all bench guys. <laughs> So, Calipari, you got the wrong guys sitting on the bench. Something right with that. Something right with that. Uh, no, the Aaron Fox started, but he, he another Kentucky guy. Or did, or did he come off the bench? So, the Aaron Fox started with Billy Monk in Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because I was trying to think if he was there when um, Brandon Knight was there, because I know Brandon Knight started. I think Brandon Knight was there, but uh, he was there with, um, with Boogie and him. Okay. Okay. So yes, I don't know. Uh, they might want to look into the uh, health, uh, but fitness and, and conditioning program there. So many. Who are they training coaching to Kentucky? <laughs> hey man, you're not doing a good job of stretching them young fellas out, man. They come to the league. They come to the league all already broken up. Like, let's be honest. Um, I'm just being honest. Yeah, but I'm the only one that's been consistent. But you probably can uh, contribute a lot of that because he in Miami. Hey, things is different. I, I, I threw him in that. I threw, I threw him in <laughs> that the Kentucky Big Man. You know why? Because certain situations, he shrinks. <laughs> he falls a lot. I need you to settle down out there, young fella. On no man <laughs> You are in a popcorn machine. Yeah, right. Nigga, yo, he did have them. He jumped with the joy. everything. I seen one joking just like that. He jumped joking for a second. Ladies, up on you. He disrespecting you, bro. Right. He ain't even dunking. Just laying in the air. Right. I'm going for the nope. head thing. On the first head fake, you bite on the first head fake, my guy. <laughs> then you, he gets you on the first one, he gets you on the second one, he can watch the cup. Right. Settle down on the young fella. These are facts. <laughs> All right, so so with those signings, though, you know, I know I've been saying a lot of teams can go to the uh, conference finals. I say the Suns, I say Golden mm -hmm. State. Uh, but I feel like the Lakers had the best chance at actually getting to the conference finals again. And repeating a Denver Nuggets LA Lakers matchup. Do they have enough now to beat the Denver Nuggets and stop their what I'm gonna call inevitable inevitable back-to-back uh, -back champ run? Um, realistically, 
I'm gonna say not really. Okay. I'm gonna say it's more. I got more faith in the Denver Nuggets going back to the finals than I do the Lakers. This may shock you, like yo, I thought you were Brown. I ain't Brown fan. I'm just looking at LeBron's glass now. The Murray's used to be full. It's mm-hmm. halfway empty now. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, he you know, talked about it at the end of the. You know, he said he he been thinking about retirement. So that, that's another thing that we, confirmed. The whole thing is we know what Brown can do. Are these guys from the Lakers willing to go out there on the line and play hard every night? Or are you not gonna get caught up in the LA life coming through the tunnel with these outfits? Are you more focused on basketball or the nightlife, riding around the city with the top down, riding <laughs> riding with, with a nice young young tenderoni on the side? Right. That's the thing you gotta focus. Are you coming in this season? You know what, Brown? You're going to year 21. Let's pick you up and get you back to the finals. Can they do that? If they can, good. But as I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at the team on paper. Some of the pickups is good, but they, to me, realistically, they're the same team from last year. Yeah, I mean, they lose uh, uh, Lonnie Walker. They get uh, Cam Reddish. Uh, they, they lose Schroeder. They get Gabe Vincent. And then they just resigned the rest of their guys. So it and those, you no know, Gabe Vincent is I, I would say is an upgrade over Dennis Schroeder. He shoots better. Uh, Cam Reddish I would say is a downgrade from Lonnie Mark Walker because he he had like the the night of his couple nights of his life in the playoffs. And Cam Reddish isn't improving yet, uh, but they they are going to get a full year of playing. Uh, you know, Rui and um, D'Angelo they came you know after the trade deadline. Uh, so we'll see, man. I, I think they were pretty solid, but it all depends on Anthony Davis. And I don't know if we can trust him. I, I really don't. I want to, but I don't know if we can. He, he's too much Mr. Glass for me. I'm going to say this. And nobody wants to address the elephant in the room, but I'm going to address that elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. When you get somebody his age making that much money, and can he can actually do a contract structure, he can restructure his contract, where he can go out there and get a big name, like, LeBron, you making thirty? You make you literally made thirty million a year. Yeah. Then you get then you get mad when you can't make it to the finals. Not knocking no man or counting no man's pockets, see how much money he's making. But if you want to get back to that promise, man, you got to be like the Tim Duncan of the world, Dirk and Whiskey. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna restructure my contract. I'm a year twenty-one. As soon as over, how about y'all just give me? I'll sign a two. I'm gonna sign a three-year deal for twenty million. On that back end, we still got 35 million left. I see Kevin through out here and get a player, some, some nice, real affordable pieces that I know that still can go. Let's go sign somebody to a two year deal for 30 million. You could have had Bruce Brown, but guess what? You got LeBron James, AD, you got, you got uh, Austin Reed, all these guys making 25, 30 plus. Right. The whole, now, the thing I'm gonna tell people this much, I think, is why I say they probably won't make it back to the finals. Let's say this. We got them on you now, Austin Reeves. Yeah. It's going to be a little more difficult. You're, even. <laughs> you're, not, you're not catching me by surprise, young fella. Yeah, right. I got them on you. Lots of it. Rudy, I got them on you now. You're going to be running down and barreling down the lane and get easy buckets. So the whole thing is now, you got to do another switch, another shift. I got to see what Gabe Vincent can do in a new offense. I got to see what Cam can do. Like, it's a lot going on in LA. That's how can they do it. Then you know. If if what's name doesn't do well, D'Angelo Russell, he will be traded beat by the All-Star. That's why they signed him to that's why he got signed that contract. Because guess what? There's no offers out there for Russell. 
Nope. Not at all. I mean, nobody's going to offer. People would be willing to accept them in a trade for a two-year, you know, the second year is optional. I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'll take that contract. I'm going to say this, Marcus. A dark horse player that can be in a Lakers jersey? Honestly, point guard-wise? If Tafey get bought out, I think he's going to fill Don't be surprised if Kyle Lyons goes and plays the Lakers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is a... You know, Kyle... In them last two games in the finals, he uh he showed life. That's yeah. enough life to help the he Lakers. The, I seen a different Kyle. I seen a I seen a hungry Kyle, um, Kyle Lowry in those playoffs. A slimmer Kyle Lowry, and I seen a person who was trying to win. Right. I did see that from him. I know he's got better now. Okay, Kyle Lowry, he, he leaner. He dive on the floor for loose balls because guess what? He has a championship DNA because he played with Kawhi. Right. Let's be honest. But I can see somebody like Kyle Lowry. Playing for a team that's competing for a championship. If we, I think he, if he get traded, he don't get bought of his contract. I think he's gonna wait and see what pieces that they do in Philadelphia. Like I said, he might just go home and play just for the fun of it. But a player like Kyle Lowry, I wouldn't mind if he go. I wouldn't mind. Well, they just picked up Patrick Beverly in Philadelphia. Yeah. I won't be surprised if he gonna link, link up with his boy in Chicago. Hmm. Demar Derozan reunite. <laughs> uh, a reunion. Reunited, <laughs> I won't be surprised. That's how the NBA is now. People going back playing with their friends and stuff like that. That's one thing to me. Like I said, it, free agency. It's Christmas in July. Yep. Yes, it is. That's for the agents for sure. You know, CEO Clutch Paul is. I mean, Rich Paul of Clutch Sports is. You know, he's somewhere laughing at the bank right now. I mean, the deals he's been getting done. I don't know what you get, uh, what percentage you get from that, but it's something crazy. It's your co-host Mark Senior here. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be right back after this break. All right, so we're gonna stay in the NBA, but we're gonna go go on to the summer league. The summer league starts today. They got a new, a new. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. They're calling it the California Classic. You know, so it's not Vegas. It's not the Orlando one, but it's the California Classic game. And there's some pretty interesting matchups. You know, starting at six, we got Miami versus the Lakers. I don't think either team had any good draft picks. At seven, Memphis versus uh, Philly. But then at eight o'clock, which should have been, uh, you know, prime time, the Spurs versus the Hornets. That's the number one, number two pick. You know, number one, Victor Wimbyama versus Brandon Miller. But... Victor Wimbyama is not playing. He's not playing until the, the Las Vegas Summer League. But I think it still should be interesting to see the Spurs versus the Hornets because there hasn't been any word that Brandon Miller is not going to play. And I don't know much about him. So I'm interested to see how he look out there. Uh, what do you think about the Summer League? There's a couple of other games too, but I think that, that Spurs versus Hornets one is the one go catch most people out. As you know, I live for the Summer League. This is where I make my mark and make my name, man. <laughs> uh, you got OKC and you got Utah coming at night too at uh, NBA, t- NBA TV at 9 o'clock. Yep. You got number that. 9 and 10 you got, the, you got the Grizzlies and 76ers too. Yep. That's 7 o'clock at NBA TV. I see Brandon Miller play. So I'm down here in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, ACC, SEC world down there. You know, you up there in Big Ten country. <laughs> yep. I see this guy play Brandon Miller. And he could have for sure been the number one player in the draft. Mm-hmm. He was easy a top three pick regardless. What he brings to your team is athleticism. Uh, he's long. He defends. He can shoot mm-hmm. that thing. You know, you know, of course, I'm not bringing up his past, but basketball, I'm keeping basketball alive. 
I think he brings that dynamic. The player I compared him to as watching him through his process, I compared him to Paul George. Same, mm -hmm. same the same type of build. The way he, his mannerism, the way he just played the game and going to the going to the rack and that type of motion, I'm like, yo, this guy play like PG for real. The whole thing is can that collegiate part of his basketball game can that transfer into the professional league? And I think so. You put you compare you put him alongside with Mellow Ball and you just brought mm -hmm. back listening to a one year deal. Rich Paul been working. Got Miles Bridges back on the Hornets. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Now some people gonna hate this, but I love it. Okay. Why, are we, why are we going crazy for Victor Wayamba? And you got you got uh, Bobo do the same thing. That's true. Bobo had uh, a couple games on League Pass this year where I watched him. Was like, hey, he, he got a good handle to be a seven foot plus guy. Why he can shoot the ball pretty well too. So why are you going crazy for Victor? Oh, he's a one in one a lifetime player. Like, let's be honest, man. Y'all, they hyping up people who they want to hype up. Bobo was mm -hmm. doing the same thing as Victor. But the one thing I'm gonna say um, that Bobo has over Victor, he is an American already playing against these type players already. That's what right. solidified him to me. I'm gonna say this: if that young kid don't broke up, Marcus, he'll be one of the biggest busts in the league. Okay. All right, now we talking. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah, I gotta see. I gotta see myself. I wish he would have played in this today. Cause I, I I'm be honest, I I only watched the one game where he played against school. And to me, school looked like the number one pick in that game. So, you know, I see the highlights, but highlights ain't games. It's different. King Lock and Junior. the business. King Lock and Junior. Look, San Antonio was so happy. He sitting down watching film with Tony Parker. He made Tim Duncan come back from the Virgin Islands to train him on some footwork. He's a, do everything he can. he's a one in a lifetime generational player. Let's be honest, man. All these guys who make it to this level are once in a lifetime <laughs> generational player. You know the chances of a person making it to the NBA is zero zero point one percent. That means you to get there. That's all. That's already once in a lifetime. That's, that's lottery that. money. The, lottery NBA the NBA don't have seven seven round draft picks that they used to. That they did back in '84. They don't do that no more. It's literally two rounds. We only got room for 60 guys. And I know 60 guys that get drafted into this league. Let's be honest. Only seven of y'all are playing in the NBA on a nightly basis. Because the other the other majority of guys are going to the D League. If they can't keep up the D League, guess what happens? They're going to play basketball overseas. Yeah. So this those effects. Do you know who you might be guarding nightly basis in the West Coast? Uh no, starting. Starting with, with uh, Nikola Jokic. I don't think I think that's gonna be his uh whenever they play the Spurs. I mean you mark that down on your calendars. That's when you truly gonna see if he got it or not. I'm not saying he's supposed to overpower have a better game than Nikola Jokic, but if he get obliterated, that's that's a bad sign. He should at least hold his own. Let's be honest, if he don't pay out to be paid, he's gonna be he's gonna be on that list with an all time bust. The last bus that was number one draft pick was Anthony Bennett. Yeah, I don't know where he at. <laughs> I don't know where is he at. He might be working at Sports Check. That's the big sporting <laughs> business of of, of us of Canada. Sports Check. Sports Check. C H E K. <laughs> check. Like it's a French word. Right, you know, like, by the way, I love that story. Uh, oh, you do? Love that story, Sports Check. You talking about me, man? Look, 
That's the difference sporting good a North for the border. You go in there, I'm talking about every hockey team jersey you can buy. And one thing I like about one thing I like about that store, they sell everybody's jersey who's in their league there. From the Toronto Blue Jays, from the Toronto Raptors. Everybody has a jersey in that store. You buy even a bench player has a jersey in that store. So that's why I love that store. Um, if, if you don't pan out to be that pick, Marcus, I think the Spurs for oh man, if they, if they don't pan out, man, somebody's getting fired. Yeah. Uh-uh. I hope he. I mean, I hope he's at least good. I don't. I don't want to wish no ill will on me, man. But not it, my it's just too. It's too much hype for him. It's not just, my. Not my rookie of the year. Yeah. I. Th- I personally think it's going to be Scoot. I think I, I like Scoot Smolder. Um, even though I didn't really dig the uh, the interviews they was doing post pick, uh, I think he gave a really good interview after he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I heard he interviewed well amongst the teams that he tried out for. So, I think he has a winning mentality. Uh, that's just more pre- prevalent than Victor Wembanyama. He's more of a, a Tim Duncan type of guy. Like, my dark, you see it. My dark horse for Rookie of the Year is going to be Amen Thompson for the Detroit Pistons. Thompson, that's my cousin. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. The reason I'm saying that Detroit, Detroit will be a play. Why does Detroit be a player basketball team? Watch what Monty Williams do with that basketball team. If, if K, I mean, if K Cunningham was there this year, I think they would have made a play play game push. Mm-hmm. But if, with uh, they got the was it they got Osar Thompson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. My bad, Osar Thompson. Hey, okay. man, the guy drafted next. Okay. Well, either one, you know, it's easy to confuse them. <laughs> Just like, but they uh, either one of those guys gonna make a difference on whatever team they play on. And Detroit has already got plenty of talent. You know, I got Jordan Ivy, J- uh, Jerry. Uh, what was it? Cunningham, um, and then now Thompson. I think with Monty Williams's leadership, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they can definitely be in a right in a thick of things for a play in or playoff berth. Like I you said, know, they, they could get up to the six eight. I think. I told you who my team was. My little surprise team, Lando Magic. That we just picked up, Joe Ingles. Oh, that's a sneaky good signing. Because now, Pablo had to spend all his time on that three spot. It's gonna be somebody who's gonna save on Pablo at that four spot. Oh, yeah. And Joe, one thing I'm gonna say about Joe Ingles, he's gonna play defense. He's gonna hit that corner shot. And he brings he brings another he brings a pro to a lot. Let's say he's a veteran. It's something that team needs. And shout out to Wisney trying to get back into the league to uh uh Dante Exxon. I think yeah. he's working out the Sacramento Kings, I believe. He got picked, I think he actually picked him up, if I'm not mistaken. I think he uh he signed a contract somewhere. I think the Kings, I think you're right, I think it's the Kings. So, or is it the Warriors? It's the Kings or the Warriors. So I'm looking at D signers. Everybody getting picked up. Brooke Lopez go back. Mm-hmm. Chris Milton go back. When you look at the East, that's the team that's ready to win now. He signed with the Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? It makes sense. Kyrie Irving got Australian time. Remember Kyrie played basketball before I say. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're trying to play for their national team at one point. So, hmm. Mark, <laughs> Mark Cuban is a sneaky guy. That's, that's why he's a, that's why he's one of the greatest businessmen. I don't care what you say, what people say about Mark Cuban. I love him the business aspect. He believes in if I bring him here, you sure? You want to see a different Kyrie? Luca lost. Hey, Luca lost heavyweight. 
he, he ain't that chubby kid no more. He's seen them um, Jokic pictures. Like, I got to get straight. Uh, he lost about 20? <laughs> the fact that he had 20 pounds to lose is, is crazy anyway. <laughs> Mark, it's scary. Look, it's going to be scary hours for the league. I think the league got that much better. I still think John Wall still want to play basketball. I thought he was going to sign with the Phoenix Suns. I know, I know Bradley, Bradley Bill was lobbying for him. They said, you know what? We're not going to do that. So, where do you think a person like John Wall may land up? Uh, it's going to be on one of our veteran, veteran teams. You know, he got clutch ties, so the Lakers is always a possibility. Um, Golden State. Golden State. Uh, but they got CP3, so they may they may fall back on that. Um, Sacramento. I think you can, uh, you can find a home there. Uh, but the I think the Dark Horse team that he can go to um, is going back to the Clippers. You think I don't know. I don't know what happened, to, what made him fall out initially. Uh, actually, no. You know what? I'm looking at my notes here. They re-signed um, Russell Westbrook, so that's that probably ain't gonna work out there. I'm gonna say but, this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. If they get Damian Lillard to the Heat, go sign John Wall as a backup point guard. Okay, yeah, I can see that. You know, they gave guys like uh, Victor Oladipo a chance who went, you know, back, to, back to back to OKC. So. They will be sure enough to take on somebody like John Wall. He, he he's a guy who want to win. He fit that culture, um, and he's a good backup for Damian Lillard. That's guess what, Marcus? We get to see we get to see Chet Holmgren for the first time tonight. Oh, Chet Holmgren is playing. Well, okay, okay, okay. That's it. That's the last game. Oh no, that's the second last. They ninth right. and nine. Right. So I'm looking. It's gonna be some pieces, man. Wow. I just know this NBA season is about to be one of a kind. Like I said, I would be surprised if Dwight Howard come back to the league. He would, somebody's going to find him. I thought if I was if I was going to state, I'm going to pick up Dwight Howard. Oh okay. yeah, that would be a great pickup. Because oh, because good thing about it, Dwight Howard loves to run the floor. You know how much easier game that be? That'll be super easy. All you have to do is run and rebound and catch a lob every now. Right. But I'm going to tell you one thing that we not one thing nobody's not talking about. Paul George. It's on the move. He's on that trade block. I've heard his name mentioned more than once. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is it's going to be like a four or five team trade. Damian Lillard, Paul George, James Harden. They names will all come up in this. So I'm, I'm going to just do it right here, right now. Right. Da -da -da. Da -da -da. <laughs> you want to hear this? Not probably sometime today, sometime tomorrow. The Portland Trailblazers has sent Damian Lillard to the Miami Heat. Portland received Paul George. You want to hear something like that? <laughs> it's going okay. down. If that happened, that'd be crazy. Crazy. They said this. They, they said the league. They said the league and the other teams are working. This trade right here might take about four or five teams. So it's going to be a big old shuffle somewhere. Mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be some pieces move. James Harden to the Clippers. Paul George to the Portland Trailblazers. Dame Lillard goes to Miami Heat. Anthony Simmons goes from Portland to Indiana. It's going. It's going to be wild. I think so. It's going to be wild. too many stones unturned. Because I'm sitting here looking, okay, James Harden opting his, back into his contract so he can get the rest of his money. He should have just walked away and went somewhere else and got paid. Right. So he opted in to his contract so he get traded. You keep hearing on TV that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, because they both had the injury history, and Kawhi already said, I'm ready to play 82 games. That means Paul George has to go. And I, and I told you when they first got that, I told you, but it's not, never going to work. Because they both hurt. All the time. 
like I said, I won't be surprised if PG go. I won't be surprised if PG either go back to Indiana. It's, man, look, a big trade about to happen. Yeah, I think. Let's say I think it's going to be Paul George for James Harden. I think Paul George is going to end up in Philly. James Harden going to end up on the Clippers, and we're going to have a third reunion between James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> they went OKC, Houston, now back in in the Clippers, and, and I think. Uh, Tyler gonna lose his mind. <laughs> Just get them together. And I think Russell Russell played great basketball last year. Yeah, he did. I mean, Russell ain't. He, I don't think he ever had like a bad season. I think you know his, the Lakers just didn't fit. It just wasn't a good fit for him. His shooting, his shooting went down. And yeah. this guy came to my store and told me, "I know Chris Paul. Blah, blah, blah. I know, I know uh, Steph Curry. He's the guy told me. I used to run. I used to run his basketball thing. I'm not gonna say his name." But I, I can beat Russell Westbrook in a free throw competition. I said, hey, man, if you can, you can. But I didn't give him that energy. I walked away from him because he sounded stupid to me. <laughs> you know, that's like me talking about, yeah, I can beat Mark Price in a free throw competition. And then and it's a video of that Mark Price left for the Cavaliers before a game. He had 50 straight free throws. No, you can't. I mean, don't, don't do that to yourself. You're not being Russell Westbrook in a shooting competition, my guy. <laughs> Stay off the weed. <laughs> You're not doing yeah, all the drugs. And this yeah. guy that I, the guy that I met, he's he's very, very yeah, he's out there. He knows some of these guys. But realistically, because you're not a pro, you're not doing that on the average trade for trade thing. You're not you're not doing that stuff with the NBA players doing. Not at all. It's highly unlikely. These are professional athletes. The first word being professional. <laughs> they get paid to do this. Yeah. He tried to come up the couch and give out buckets. Yeah. Right. Maybe in the pick of the you ain't even doing that in the big three. So well, I don't know what, what he's smoking. <laughs> now speaking of other stuff, Marcus, before you uh, go to a commercial, how do you feel about what the Cavaliers did and some of their their signings? You know, so I you know, I watched the Cavs closely being here. I'm from Cleveland and Cleveland. And I think they had a good you know, a lot of people was calling for Jared Allen to get traded. He still may. Um, but I think they did right. You know, they got um, they signed Seti and then traded him. I like Seti, but we needed just a little bit more at that spot. Traded Lamar Stevenson to the Spurs for a sign and trade. Uh, but you know, a three teamer with the Heat, Spurs, and Cavs, and the Cavs got Max Strus. But who Seti, I think Seti Osmond might be a true for Miami. He passed. Oh, no, he went. Uh, he went to Spurs. They, it was the Spurs. Yeah, him and Stevenson went to the Spurs. So he gonna be with Wimbyam. But, you know, the Spurs is international center. So him going there is probably going to be a, a great for him um, playing with, you know, that staff. Because, you know, they used to bring in guys from overseas. Ginobili 2.0? He could definitely do that. I mean, hey, speaking of bringing guys back, if they bring Ginobili back to kind of mentor him, he definitely got that in his game. You know, he had, these past two seasons, he had games where he just went off. I'm talking about, like, can't miss. He didn't work out with Kawhi. LeBron and KD for nothing. Right, that wasn't the accident. He got invited to that. He got invited. Nobody just says, "Hey, that's like us growing up. People coming back here and play basketball. Like, he got invited to come back." <laughs> right. Like, out of everybody, you looking like they're like, "Who the odd person in this picture?" We looking like, "Hey, I just out with KD, <laughs> LeBron, and Like, come on, man, it's tough. You work some of the you work some of the best of the best. So, Absolutely. but I get to see. Think about. I get to see more. Come on, JB. You got to play my boy Dean Wade some more, man. Dean Wade. You know, Dean Wade was out, though. He was hurt. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. We, man, we, we can't be going with this eight-man rotation, man. 
We are not the we are not the Lakers. We are not the Warriors. We are not the 76ers. We showed them at the Boston Celtics. Play every guy's available. <laughs> the reason why your name's on that trading block because the comment you said, man, I, the, the playoff lights is too bright. No, they're not. Wait, he said that. Oh, he no. definitely said that. <laughs> Experience. I think it's a situation that we've been all looking forward to for since we all got to Cleveland. We knew it was going to happen eventually. Is uh, even for me, the lights were brighter than expected. Yeah. Ain't no lights too bright for me, man. <laughs> I love the lights on. That's disappointing. I didn't know he said that. So he may be on the move, man. <laughs> he may be on the move for sure. But I think Max Struess is a perfect fit for that starting three spot. You know, you have Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Max Struess, Evan Mobley, and maybe Jared Allen if he don't get moved. But I think that's another good spot. Speaking of free agents, uh, Christian Wood, I think he's a good candidate to for the, the Cavs to pick up. You know, he is. They're looking for a guy to stretch the floor. Uh, and Evan Mobley don't really, I hate to say it this way, like he really don't need Jared Allen uh, back there. I think, you know, he was in the, what it was, a top second runner up to uh, NBA Defensive Player of the Year. So Jared Allen could be on the move, I guess, for sure. And what's name on the move, too? Colin Saxon. So his name, he come to trades, too. Because, you know, I, I just, all you got to do is you want to see his trades when he get traded. Go look at their that bio on Instagram and Twitter. That right there tell you the wrong. The name of the team, it says Point Guard or Heat Nation or something. When you go look at them Twitter handles and it just say a professional athlete, that means their agent told them, I mean, you want to move. <laughs> you want to move. Players like players like uh, Colin Saxton, he may play for the Pistons. He may go home play. He may go back home play for the Hawks. A player like Christian Wood, the way he plays, he might go to Miami. He may play for the Hornets. Those type of teams that those type of players end up. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking at. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and, and it's a lot of guys out there. You know, you got besides Christian Wood, you got Grant Williams, uh, you know, with the Boston Celtics, Mr. I'm gonna make both of them and miss both of them. Oh, he uh, yeah. Malik Beasley, the, who the Lakers picked up, they didn't really play late. Poro, Poro. Mo Bamba, Kelly Oubre, you know, from you know, for the Charlotte down the street from you. Uh and Mason Plumlee, you know. Speaking of the Clippers, you know, they got a big man that that's out there in the free agency that they can either re-sign or just you know let him walk. Well, he's a free agent, so he can go where where he wants. Hey, before we wrap it up, we got your next commercial, Marcus. We got to get to the ESPN layoffs. <laughs> oh man, oh man. So that was news to me. You know, ESPN is known for layoffs. ESPN, <laughs> so excuse me, is known for laying people off. But this many, this many high high profile names. You got Jeff Van Gundy, mm. Max, Max uh, Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, Jalen Rose, Ty McShay. I mean, Ty McShay, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Football. That's I mean, those names I was not expecting to be on the layoff list. But then it got me thinking: Is are they trying to clear Ashley, out you know some of the old guys and bring back? Wow, they got rid of Ashley Brewer. Yeah, Lafonso Ellis. How you get rid of Lafonso Ellis on ESPN? He's on the Big Ten Network most of the time. Well, no, he uh, he do he do uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a, a college NBA uh, college basketball like it's like that college fast break. He be on that. They got rid of Nick Friedel. He came through with them gems. <laughs> he do. Jordan Cornette. They got rid of Fitz. Mm-hmm. David Pavlov. Wow. So they got rid of some college people that be on college football. Mm-hmm. 
Matt Hasselbeck. NFL. Wow. I think the one. I think three names that hurt me the worst. I think once he come on TV, I like Jeff Van Gundy for the playoffs. Yep. Matt Keller, man. I grew to like for the last like three or four years. And Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn. Like, how are you going to break up the uh, the morning with Jay Will, Keyshawn, and Max? Like, they, they got rid of two of the three. <laughs> so now who's running that show? Is Jason Williams on? It's just him by himself. I mean, who are they going to put with him? Or are they just going to cancel the show? Man, look, man. The one thing I like about KJ and Max, that they spoke their mind. They actually mm-hmm. get a little hard. But then they after a while, they wasn't no hard feelings. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I knew it was expected. Who y'all going to bring back? Chris Carter and them? Randy Moss, like, yeah. so I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Carter on TV. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know what? Don't market's going at ESPN. I need some people to do it <laughs> from four to we six. Open, we open at five. I will fly to Brisbane. I'll fly to New York. I'll fly to Miami. And I'll fly to California. Where you want to put us? <laughs> we there. I will be. I will be for two hours. Fly. Because guess what? We're not asking for that much. And with that second ball, ESPN got rid of those guys. What about my, what about, like you said, Uncle Shaq? Shaq, he can come back. I mean, he, he can have his own show there. Like, they, they just need to set him up nicely. He'll probably be back. You know, you know, they, he, I don't know if they got rid of, he got laid off before or he just walked away, took a better contract. But, you know, he used to be on first take ESPN with Jalen and uh, Skip. So, that's back when it's called cold pizza. I think I yeah. <laughs> So it, it they familiar with Uncle Shay. They can have him on. You know, he bringing his podcast with him. Um, no. Maybe. Man, look, to see Jalen Rose go, it's kind of tough. Yeah, Jalen Rose. That that would hurt me the most. Like Jalen Rose. I was mad in the kiss. You got eighty one points dropped on you. Steve <laughs> Smith, come take you, girl. Working oh, side man. by side with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you right there. He making him uh, making him stay with you. know how Stephen A likes it, you know how I <laughs> So I thought Jalen Rose is going because he had his own segment or two on TV. Mm-hmm. His own side with Kobe too. Mm-hmm. So, Jalen you know, Jacoby. Jacoby. So Jacoby's still there. So you look at certain stuff on ESPN, you look at it like, I don't like this slot. Like who is this? Some people I don't mm-hmm. know. Some people be like, okay, cool. But I knew something was going on when they was about to get rid of Keyshawn Johnson because you notice it had to be talking about some contracts. You know, Keyshawn wasn't showing up that much in the office. Yeah. He's doing all the shows from home. Yep. That's known as the telltale signs. I can stuff, see, I stuff can start see. disappearing out the cubicle, out your work locker. Like, oh, what's going on with him? I can see Keyshawn Johnson doing play by play college football for USC because you always want the USC Trojans. Mm-hmm. I can see that going on. Uh, maybe. Maybe everybody who got fired from ESPN or the Fox Sports, everybody from ES from Fox Sports come to ESPN. Oh, ESPN. That's how that normally works, though. Because guess yeah, what? Because Tony is on TV. Right? It's about Lil Wayne might be like coming on TV doing like sports broadcast. You know him and Lil Wayne like like real tight, so I, I, I wouldn't go put. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But then you gotta pay Lil Wayne though. Lil Wayne need to go with uh. With, with murder and, and Cam, that's where he need to really be at. They move that. <laughs> nah, I ain't ready. If, if they get Lil Wayne on TV, it's all for the views. Thanks. Because once Shannon Sharp left, that his last day, you know, undisputed, they come on the next day. They already know 
week, if the next day they do it on TV, uh, ratings is gonna plummet really quick. Yeah, yeah they gotta find somebody. I mean, it's, he gave them time to find, you know, a, a replacement. So maybe they just looking for the perfect. I mean, Max Kellerman now available. He used to that debate style show. <laughs> but then that's not it's not contrast enough. That's skipping Max don't really work for me. He's trying to Jason want to do it. You got I don't know who would fit that moment. Jason Williams would do it, but Jason Williams on ESPN. Because Jason Williams would call his game day for college basketball. Yeah. So he like we secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Jason, I mean, people be talking about Jason Williams, but most of the time he has sound basketball, you know, points. Like when it comes to uh, X and O's of basketball, he normally ran on the money. But that's um, big. But you know, Jeff Van Gundy really hurts though. Yeah, I mean, how, how they gonna Jeff Van Gundy gonna do sideline commentary somewhere? I mean, it it don't make no sense. It's like Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy. Those are three guys that need to stay on the job. Like you don't get rid of one one of them. Let me rid of all of them. Is there gonna be more George Burke and her and her partner on TV more? Well, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I like George Burke so. But I don't know how, how well she fit next to uh, Mark Jackson. I know she did like a couple of games with him. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, they need like they own, they got to rechange everything. Not, not just Stan, you know, Jeff. Oh, well, they can put Stan in there, but I think he would uh, turn her. So I don't know if that, that he available. Mm-hmm. You can just swap out the brothers, Jeff and Stan. Hey, that's what the New York Knicks did, and you know what? <laughs> he don't, uh, you want to go? That audio that they put out, and him talking about him, that he don't know what he's doing. Tip of those, I'm like, hey man, I'm running the ground, play me, blah blah blah. All right, we're gonna trade you. Trade right to Detroit. We're gonna draft your brother. <laughs> another Kentucky, it. another Kentucky bitch. Oh, you gotta keep an eye on him, that. He, you know, he may not be in the lineup for that many nights. Gotta keep it close. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. Derrick Rose going to the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies. Is, is that more of a you know he, he played college basketball? Then. Is that right. more of a mentorship for John Morant? Like he's the remember before yeah. John Morant, that, Derrick Rose was doing the same thing John Morant was doing, dunk, dunk, mm-hmm. jumping on the gym, the youngest yep. MVP ever in the NBA in two thousand five. Why Derrick Rose going there? I think it's more of a mentorship. What you think, Marcus? I think so too. In in Derrick Rose. I'm sure to yeah, to say this. We know for a fact, grew up in an environment that John Morant is trying to portray of having. And Derek Morose don't make mistakes like showing guns on live and doing any of that, even though he comes from an environment of that type. He comes so, from humble beginnings, correct. Right. So and he has the the uh, the prominence and athletic ability he at least once had it. He may still got a little bit where he can really take John Morant under his wing and say, nah, that's not how you do things. You know, you really got to be in the gym because, you know, you know, Derrick Rose, you know, he's been on a few podcasts talking about how he used to not go out and be having people call him saying when they come to his city, like who out? And then he going at their neck the next night. So he can really put that type of mentality into John Moran. I don't know if he can totally change him around, but at least he'll give him some somebody in their locker room that's respected that at right. least you can listen to. And I believe that. I believe that. So too. When I see that. So, okay, so you know what? He got he got two guys on his team that been through some turmoil. Marcus Smart yep. and Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah, that's one thing we didn't talk about. I have to mention that. So, yeah, the Marcus, well, we, I mentioned Porzingis, but Marcus Smart going to Memphis. That's another 
like we need to sure up this uh, this locker room you know dylan brooks gone you know, he with houston uh we need adults in the locker room that's going to be like hey man don't be putting your guns on no live or you might have to answer to me <laughs> type of people in the locker room yeah Marcus Martin ain't back it down for nobody yeah players to hold them accountable right you know, like i said one thing about two of the grizzlies got you got you as a former defensive player in the backcourt and the frontcourt come on man they're gonna be tight on defense they just gonna have to find a way to get a point, you know, because you know somebody, you know, I, I mean, we ain't touch on Memphis at all. Apologies, no. <laughs> but you know they got Trey, he leaving, mm -hmm. or Ty is not Trey, Ty Jones leaving. Um, so the backup point guard needed, you know, Marcus Smart there. Yeah, I thought um, it was a good pickup because Marcus Smart holding it down for twenty five games until Jai comes back. You still gonna be some games where you're gonna see Derrick Rose. So we're going right. to see more play time for Derrick Rose. Because I think Derrick Rose can still go out there and get you points. He showed clips that I can still get you quick. Right. I mean, when he was with New York, well, I think Jalen Brunson was out a few games. He stepped in. He was serviceable. I mean, that's all you need to be. Because Marcus Smart, I think he's a... I think he's been through the battles. So he know how to win. At least mm -hmm. for sure in the regular season when they've been to the finals. Mm -hmm. So he a tough enough player to to hold him over to Jock come back. If Jock can stay on the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, that's our topics for today. We're going to wrap this up. We thank y'all for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share the podcast. We're trying to get them views up, We're trying to get them subscribers up. Tap in with us. I'm coming to a TV near you. <laughs>